0: Okay, the creek is not down all the way yet from that flood we had, but uh, we have survived it. Whole front field was full of water. Uh, we all get kind of excited around here. A few years ago, it made such big holes in the driveway that the kids went out there and caught a bunch of trout out of the little bucket-sized holes in the driveway. So we found that to be a fruitful flood. Now, let's answer some uh, questions here. Uh, actually, I'm not going to answer a question today. I'm going to address an issue that uh, has to do with lots of letters we've received and people we've talked to it has to do with uh, pornography, homosexuality, bestiality, and all those wicked and ugly and dirty things that the Bible says it's a shame even to speak of. Now, Let's go back to Romans chapter one twenty-five right here and see what it says about the subject. Because what my opinion is is irrelevant. What's relevant is what does God say. You see, God created us; He's our manufacturer. So this is His uh, book on how to use the product. And uh, I got uh, the other day a uh, solar-powered uh, uh, fence charger and turned it on, and it didn't work, and left it on a couple of days. And then I read the directions, and it said, be sure and charge it for three days before you turn it on. Well, the battery burned out on the thing, and I just ordered another one. So I didn't, pay a, I didn't pay attention to the directions of the manufacturer, and I lost my battery. God is the manufacturer of humanity, and he's the one that tells us how we function at peak capacity. So here's what he says concerning mankind who changed the truth of God into a lie. There is truth, and sometimes my truth is a lie. Sometimes your truth is a lie. God's truth is always truth. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature. So he speaks of people in that day who worshiped and served themselves more than the Creator who is blessed forever for this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. So they began to love themselves. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. The women did what we call lesbian practices. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman. There's a natural use that God created, designed, good, fun, uh. He appreciates it, he he conceived of it, it's great. But that's the natural use, man and woman. But they left the natural use, burned in their lust. the men did, one toward another, that men lusted after men, men with men working that which is unseemly, it was so, so bad you did, didn't want to see it, especially in some kind of movie or something, and receiving in themselves, this is the consequence of that homosexual action, They received in themselves, not externally, not something God did to them, but they received inside their own person that recompense, that is a return, a payback, that recompense of their error. It was an error to engage in homosexuality, and so something happened inside of them that paid them back for committing that error. And it said it was meat. Meat means whenever two things come together and meet perfectly like that, like the pieces of a puzzle when you put them together and they meet perfectly, you find a match. The colors match, the shapes match, they meet. God created Eve to be a help that was meat for Adam. She fit him perfectly. So he said here, they receive in themselves the recompense of their error which was meat in other words the thing that happened inside of the commer- person committing homosexual acts was suitable meat proper fitting for the act it corresponded to the act exactly it was the it was judgment but it corresponded to the act now, here it goes on. This explains it. Even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, people start trying to get God out of their knowledge when they get homosexuality and pornography in. God gave them over to a reprobate mind. Now, reprobate mind is a mind that is no longer responsive, no longer sensitive, can no longer discern the difference between real natural love and perverted love, between natural God-given pleasure and perverted pleasure, to do those things which are not convenient. They were inconvenient, those sins. They were improper. They they weren't suited to the nature of the vessels. The, the man and the woman are created, anyone can see that, male and female. When you go into a plumbing shop, you ask for a male part and the female part so you can couple them together. And if you... If the attendant gives you two male parts, you look at it and say, there's no way I can form a proper union here. No union. So they, they want us to approve of same-sex union? There's no such thing. Same-sex union is an improper perversion, an inconvenient, unseemly, perverted act that's dirty, unclean, and subject to disease. I hate to even think about it. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication. The subject here is fornication. Homosexuality is including fornication. It's the word pornia, fornication. The Greek word pornia, from which we get our word pornography. Lu- uh, wickedness, covetous, malicious, full of envy, murder, debate, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, and it goes on. Now, I talk to a lot of people um, more in times past than I do now. And we get letters from people, many, many letters. And 20 years ago, wives were complaining about their husbands watching television, reading the newspaper, tinkering around in their shop, spending too much time with the guys out bowling or playing golf or something. And then about uh, 10 years ago, women started complaining about their husbands doing pornography. One woman wrote and told how she slipped around and looked through his study window and saw he had pornography on the screen. So she picked up a, a brick from the flower bed and threw it through the window, and that's before she destroyed the TV. And so that was the kind of complaints we were getting 10 years ago. Let me tell you something, the complaints we're getting now from women is that they suspect their husbands of molesting their daughters and even their sons. We're, getting, we're hearing of bestiality. We're hearing of all kinds of perversions. And many women are separating from their husbands because their husbands have become sodomite deviants. And they're afraid for themselves and their children. And I'm not just talking about people out there. Even in our community, in our church, we've seen people fall into the pits of sin. So whenever, you know, there's a culture, and they don't do it anymore than culture in times past. It was actually uh, Indians here in America is one place. They would wrap the head of a newborn baby up real tight keep it always wrapped like that and as the brain grew and the skull grew it grew upwardly instead of outwardly and by the time they got grown they were one of the gods they had this long pointy extraterrestrial looking head and you know how in times past they would tie up the feet of the chinese women and keep them bound tight so that when they were grown they had these little bitty baby feet, and they couldn't hardly walk. a tiptoe around on them. Now, you can bind the foot of an adult, and you'll never get a small foot. You can bind the head of an, a man, an 18-year-old man, 19, 20-year-old man. You can bind his head. He'll never have a pointy head. Uh, he'll have a sore head, but he won't have a pointy head. When you take a 7-year-old boy and you're exposing to pornography. And when he goes through puberty, he's already skilled in all the different phases of perversions. His brain develops in a twisted, perverted way. His perspective on love, on intimacy, on sexuality is perverted. And as he goes through puberty 13 14 15 16 17 18 years old and grows up that man is permanently from his error he receives in himself the recompense of his error which was meat something happens into him he comes up with a reprobate mind he'll never understand what true love is what true intimacy is he'll never be able to love children as children like is normal love for children That man will forever have a perverted perspective. His brain has developed in a way that is not normal. Parts of the brain that light up under fMRI reveal connections between the different aspects of the brain that show that he makes associations that shouldn't be made when he sees certain pictures or certain images or hears certain words. That man has created a permanent uh, breakdown in the way his brain functions. And it's fixed that way. All right. Now, I want you to understand something. When I say that the use of pornography for kids 7, 8, 9, 10, going through puberty uh, perverts the soul and that it is a permanent state. I don't mean to say that those people can't be forgiven. Quite, quite the opposite. I know hundreds of people who've been raised in circumstances not only like that, but where they were physically, sexually, constantly abused, not only by their parents, but by other people who come to know the Lord are forgiven and live righteous lives. What I'm saying is that there's something precious that God gives each one of us, an innocence that he gives us, a currency that can only be spent one time. And if that currency is spent when you're young, if that if your brain is malformed with that pornography when you're young, it'll always be a struggle. It'll be like an alcoholic who overcomes his alcohol, but he'll tell you 20 years after not drinking, I'm an alcoholic, because he knows that it's so easy if he took one drink to fall back into those old habits. So it is that once a mind has been shaped by pornography and perversion, as an adult, even forty, fifty, sixty years old, they'll still struggle against that. There'll still be a sense of an emptiness there. They'll find fulfillment in Christ, but it'll never be what it could have been if they'd been innocent. You know, innocence is a is a currency God gives each one of us. I'm not talking about the legal aspect of being guilty or not guilty. I mean the the way that we use it uh, today. Innocence is a precious thing where it comes to sex and sexuality. And God means for us to spend that currency a little at a time as husband and wife come to discover and explore and get to know each other and learn new things about their sexuality. And when all that is dumped on you at a young age, it's currency you never get to spend. Uh, you You never get to discover you never get to uh to have that sense of awe and wonder and newness uh an exploration between two people it's It's all ripped away, so that's the sad thing about it when you when your children get involved in this they can they can come to Christ and they can overcome, but it'll always be a scar it'll always be a handicap. something in their soul that they struggle with that others may not see now you see what about an adult you can uh, uh, a man that's been married from the time he was 22 discovered true love true intimacy and he gets involved in pornography at 32 years old it doesn't create that kind of brokenness it can create a passion in him that drives him to do things that are extremely wicked it can tie up his mind and his heart in a way that it's destructive to him. But it doesn't twist him, not unless it, he'd have to go for years in that pornography, 10, 15 years to develop that kind of twisting that takes place in one month in a kid that's going through puberty. Uh, he can repent of his sin, and he can come out of it And after a few months of struggle, he can return to normalcy in his ability to be intimate with his wife and to love his children in a a normal, fresh, realistic way. So I'm just warning you, we live in a day and age when the government, even some of the churches, are trying to force us to condone pornography and homosexuality and treat it as normal. And it is not normal. It's an abnormal perversion. And it's not acceptable. Uh, Christians don't engage in those things. So I just want to warn you, watch out for your children. Don't let them get their cell phones or computers in their bedrooms and do whatever they want to do with them. You say, don't you trust your kids? I never trusted mine. And uh, I wouldn't trust any kid especially a boy, with the ability to go online and access pornography. Uh, you, you don't know boys. You're very foolish if you do trust them. So I don't like talking about these things. Uh, I like gardening much better, going fishing with my grandkids. But things are happening out there in the real world that – at 75 years old, I've got to say something about it before I leave this world because the world is becoming a very dark place, and it won't return. It's it's a permanent breakdown of humanity. It would take—Sodom the Sodom couldn't return. God wiped it off the face of the earth. God's going to wipe life off the face of this planet and take those that are his out. That's, that's where we're headed. All right, I'll stop there, and sorry for being so dark about this, but it's a dark subject. All right, next time.